from San Diego, California. This is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about creating financial peace no matter where you are in your marriage. And for the quote that we're going to start today's show with, I couldn't think of anyone better to go to than Dave Ramsey, the author of Financial Peace. And he says, I believe that through knowledge and discipline, financial peace is possible for all of us. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to really be digging into today. And as we start every show, we start our shows with hugs. It matters to us what you guys say. And this week's show is sponsored by Intimacy Reignited. And I know that many of you took advantage of last week's flash sale for the seven days of sex challenge Kindle version book. Thank you very much to each of you who went out there and did purchase that. You purchased it. You shared it with your friends. And with your help, we achieved number one status in human sexuality, number one in parenting and relationships and number one in self-help short reads. You guys did a phenomenal job of sharing it. And this week, I just want to make sure that you're aware, kind of taking that seven days of sex to the next level is the program Intimacy Reignited. And, you know, if you've been wanting to, you know, bring the spark back, if you've been wanting to kick things up a notch from the seven days of sex challenge, or you want to go deeper in your physical intimacy, you want to make sure that you go to www.intimacy.com getintimacyreignited.com and pick up Intimacy Reignited and get that fire lit in your marriage. So we talk often about our hugs. They come from all over. We get them via Facebook. We get them via iTunes. We even get them via uh, email, but voicemail. And Mm -hmm. so we've got a voicemail that we want to play today. Yeah. So here we go. Finished listening to 244 and I like the message about using the seven days of sex challenge for something other than sex, as far as what, you know, one of the other six intimacies, uh, Sarah and I have been having a hard time trying to find uh, time to get that seven days of sex completed. It takes time, like you said, off shift, but uh, to maybe focus on finances or spiritual or recreational or something else, you know, one of the other six, that's a great idea. So thank you. Uh, anyways, you guys have a great day. And uh, look, keep, like, keep looking forward to your podcast. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, there, there it is. I mean... How cool is that? 858-876-5663. You can do that as well. And you'll be here, here, heard here on the show. But yeah, that, you know what? We got a couple of emails, a few emails as well. People listening in on the last week's show and saying, you know what? That is sort of cool. Because yes, we talk about the seven days of sex challenge. And you can take what's in there and incorporate the 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 teaching and use it for something else. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why we played that voicemail this week is because one of the things that listener referred to was using the challenge to focus on financial intimacy. And that's really what we're going to dig into this week. I read an article over the last week by Amanda Grossman. She's a blogger at frugalconfessions.com. And she had an article talking about financial friction. 
in mm. marriage and what causes that and kind of how to get through that. And so that's part of the jumping off point for today's show. But it was also many of you saw on Instagram and Facebook on our Instagram at One Extraordinary Marriage and Facebook uh, One Extraordinary Marriage that last week I was doing a one-on-one intensive three-day marriage intensive with a couple. And one of the areas that we were dealing with quite extensively is financial intimacy mm-hmm. and specifically uh, financial infidelity. And what I mean by that is where one spouse is doing all kinds of stuff with the finances and the other one doesn't know. It's the same thing as emotional, fina- emotional infidelity, you know, where there are secrets in the marriage and what happens when there are secrets with your finances and how that starts to play out and how it really doesn't create financial peace when one person is doing everything with the finances and the other spouse does not know. Right. And this becomes a problem because, you know, when the two of you get married, however you decide to join your finances and just as disclosure, when Tony and I got married and for the last 18 years, we combined accounts from the get go. So we've always been joint account. I know some of you, we've done earlier shows where we talked about joint accounts versus individual accounts and that type of thing. I just want to let you guys know where we're coming from on this because we firmly believe that the joint account, you know, you're, you are putting all your eggs in one basket, but it also is that whole, we're in this together. And, and having said that part of it though, there was a time in our marriage as well where we had credit cards that neither of us really knew about. Mm-hmm. And we also weren't sharing what we were spending. So yes, we had the joint account, the checking account, the savings account, but we also had these separate accounts out there that we didn't really tell each other about and we would charge up and we would try to make some payments off of them on the side or what have you. So neither of us would find out about them. That was mostly in the beginning. That was, yeah, 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 that was well, in the we're beginning. Still using, you know, we came into our marriage with those individual. Well, we credit don't cards. forget. I mean, we had debt in our marriage for the first mm-hmm. how many years? Uh, six years. Six years. Yeah. yeah. So, what I saw with this couple that I was working with, and what I see with a lot of couples, because virtually every couple that I work with in coaching, finances are part of the struggle that they're having. Sure. And a lot of times what's happened is that only one person is managing or handling the finances. The other one has thrown up their hands and said, you know what? I honestly don't care. I don't want to deal with this thing called numbers. You handle it. I'm too busy. I, you, you name it. You've either said it or heard it in your own marriage. Mm-hmm. And you guys know what I'm talking about. It's this whole like bury my head in the sand. I don't care what you're doing as long as I can, you know, buy groceries or get the toy I want or whatever it is. And sometimes you don't even have the money to do that, but you're still doing it anyhow. Or live the lifestyle I want. I mean, we 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 perfected keeping up with the Joneses the first five years of our marriage, and we to tune of lots of lots of extra zeros. Mm-hmm. And yet the problem is, is that you only have a limited resource in terms of the finances that you have. I mean, nobody has perfected the money tree, and so. You know, when the bills start coming in, when the creditors start calling, when your spouse inadvertently opens the credit card bill that you usually open and is like shocked, what, 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 is, what, you know, all the little recurring 
charges yeah. because you've signed up for every subscription service or you've got the gym membership that you haven't used in three years, but you're still paying on it because you haven't canceled it or, you know, the subscription, you know, the monthly subscription for, you know, the wine at home or whatever it is. I mean, all of these different things come. And then there's just like the one-time charges where you're like, I just wanted to go buy that. And so I did. And they're looking at this credit card statement going, this money's not in the budget. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we spending money on? And you guys have had these conversations. I know because we've had these conversations. That's why when, you know, we went to a cash only basis because the for us the credit cards were a slippery slope you know and for a lot of you the credit cards are a slippery slope because you go and you're like eh, you know it's all good we'll pay it off someday maybe not next month but the month after and then those interest charges start accruing and here's the thing guys financial secrets are never good secrets I will tell you this straight up. If you are not being transparent with your spouse on what's going on with money and the money in your family, you've got problems. You know, we talk about taking off the masks. I mean, that is a cornerstone of what Tony and I, you know, it's in the books, it's in the podcast, it's in all the programs. And here's why. Because when you start hiding behind this image that the finances are okay, when in truth they're not, you are living on a house of cards that all it's going to take is one bad month, one overspent Christmas. And I will put my hand up in the air saying, you know, go back. I think it's two years ago now where Lisa way, way overspent at Christmas. And you'll hear, I think there were probably two or three podcasts that January talking about what happens when you don't manage Christmas, you know, all of these things start to happen. You know, people are still getting laid off. Jobs are still in flux, in and- flux. You know, you, you're living paycheck to paycheck. Then you charge up a bunch of stuff. You keep it a secret. And then something happens with your job or something happens with your health. And this also leads to those areas of emotional intimacy, sexual intimacy, spiritual intimacy, you know, and that's why we talk about each of these so often in the show because all of them are combined. All of them intersect, mm-hmm. you know, and financial intimacy is one of them. And if you're sitting there and you're thinking about, you know, where you are in your finances and how that, and maybe you haven't thought about it, but maybe sit down and just, hey, you know what? When I think about money or as we're coming up to the holiday season, you know, purchasing presents for your husband, possibly your kids, extended family members, what does that cause inside of you? Is mm-hmm. there a heightened stress that happens? And because of that heightened stress, do you do you shut down? Do you become closed off to sexual advances from your spouse? And this can go both ways, you know. Uh, as a husband, you could th- this could happen to you as well. You 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 begin to shut down because you're thinking, oh my gosh, you know, we need to spend. We, you know, we need to get these gifts for everybody and, and you just are, are frustrated. You're, you have just this fear of like, oh my gosh, we're going to start off 2015 with debt and I don't want to be there. And so just start thinking about how this one area impacts your marriage. Because you guys know that when you're feeling heightened stress in any one area of your marriage, it has a trickle over effect. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's not isolated. If your financial intimacy is not solid, it's going to trickle over, you know, and you're not going to, for some of you, when you get really stressed, you don't want to have sex or you don't want to talk or you, you know, pray, but only desperately, God, you know, give me a windfall. God, get me out of the situation, you know? And so you have all of these things, you know, you don't want to go on dates because you're thinking we don't have any money to go on dates. So we can't date. So let's forget the dates, you know, all of these things. And here's the thing, you know, Dave Ramsey says, you know, that quote that I read this at the very beginning said through knowledge and discipline, financial peace is possible for all of us. Uh And that's truth. Knowledge and discipline. Here's the thing. You don't need everything that you see. We are so marketed to across the board all day long. I mean, Tony knows exactly what sites I've been on during the day when he gets on the computer at night, because in the sidebar, it pops up with, you know, check out this site, check out that site. And he's like, were you shopping today? What were you doing? I was like, no, I was looking at something. He's like, okay, well, I saw like the last four sites that you must've been, you know, window shopping on because they all popped up on the sidebar. Hmm. You know, we took our kids shopping today for athletic shoes because we're getting ready to start a new season. And of course, everybody's shoe size has grown. And, you know, here we are, we're at the store and I came with a set amount of cash. Right. Plain and simple. That's what I came with because I knew that we had to buy stuff. And, and so we start bumping up on the ceiling of that cash and the kids are like, well, I want this and I want that. And I said, there are no dollars. I'm not saying no to you because, you know, I'm just being a mean mom. I'm saying no, because this was the allocation for today for shopping. When we hit that limit, we're done. Mm -hmm. And for you guys, especially with where we're at in the year, this is a time for you guys to have this conversation. It's time to sit down and say, hey, you know what? And Elisa and I, we will be doing this as well. Is just going, okay, what are we spending Mm -hmm. overall for Christmas? Gifts, stuffing, stocking stuffers, the whole thing. So we look at a big lump. This is how much we're going to spend. And then we break it down. And we've saved up. We've already been saving up for months because we know Christmas is going to come every year. As I think most of you know, this happens every year. Just, you know, the same as, you know, birthdays Birthdays, for kids. Anniversaries. Anniversaries. So we've been saving up and we have that lump sum. And what we'll, we will do next is we will begin to look at, okay, how much will we spend on each of the kids? Mm-hmm. We do in our family now, we do a Christmas gift exchange. So it's worked out beautifully because instead of us having to buy all these little trinkets and low item prices for everybody, we spend a set amount. And for our family, it's $50. And so everybody pulls a, a name and you buy up to $50. So that could be one item, it could be two, it could be three, just depending on what that other person is uh, asking for. Mm -hmm. So we know that's $100. And then for ourselves, what do we want to spend on ourselves? Truthfully, this year is probably going to be low just because we treat ourselves throughout the year. And Christmas Day for us is, you know, the kids and giving presents to others. Um, It's not so much of Elisa and I getting each other a big gift, but that's just us. You guys are going to determine whatever fits for you guys, but this is the time to do it right now before the frenzy starts happening. And 
before you guys completely forget about it. And then boom, 2015 hits and you're looking at those credit card bills or you're, you're, you're looking at your cash and going, man, I, I took a lot from another envelope mm-hmm. and that really put us in a bind. And here's the thing too. This is where your emotional intimacy really grows. This is when it's, it's like a two in one combo deal because you're talking and that's your emotional intimacy. You guys are working through what is going to be best for you guys. Again, Elisa and I can't say that for you. Your your mom and dad can't make that decision. Your sister and your brother, you guys have to sit down and come up with that number. And it starts with, you know, honest reflection. It starts with the, you know, full disclosure on both sides. You know, what's the income and what's the outgo and what do you have left over? Period. And if you've never had this conversation and you start looking at that and Christmas has got to be a little bit leaner this year in terms, instead of, you know, like a lot of the big extravagant bought presents. I don't know. I've seen a ton of creative stuff on Pinterest and a lot of very creative things that you can do that are low dollar. You know, one, one area that you could do that would cost you nothing but time. And we actually have a post on this is write a love letter. Mm-hmm. write letters to everyone in your family it cost you zero dollars but i will tell you it will be one of the most cherished gifts that you can give anyone this year is just a letter about what they mean to you yeah, right you- and and you know instead of buying the card i mean take time and make one it's a lot of this stuff is the things you begin to cherish are those heartfelt mm-hmm items those ones that really come from the heart and i'm going to put that a link to that post on how to write a romantic love letter this way you have something mm-hmm. and again you guys may determine hey our limit is 50 dollars, and you still want to write your spouse a love letter you know go for it this is just we're, we want to give you options ideas so that way you're not saying stuck on gosh what am i gonna do because I've been there in the past and I'm trying to figure it out last minute and it's not cool when you're running into CVS trying to get something on Christmas Eve. We've done that. We did that for your mom, I think our first Christmas because <laughs> I didn't realize that nobody else had bought for her, but that's a whole other story. Uh, so full disclosure is the first thing that you guys need to start with. The second thing that you need to do is you need to schedule financial dates. And yes, I did use the word financial and date all in the same sentence. And, and For some of you, maybe it's once a month. For some of you just getting started and trying to figure out this whole number thing, maybe it's once a week Mm -hmm. because you've never talked about your finances. And so even trying to figure out what changes week to week is a really big deal. And this is not the time that one of you sits down at the table with an Excel spreadsheet and badgers the other one for two hours. I'm just telling you, that's not a date. A date involves back and forth communication, conversation, you know, make a nice cup of coffee, have it there. When things start to get too heavy, somebody can call timeout and just say, you know, my eyes are starting to glaze over. We need to like go for a walk or something. But having these financial dates regularly will keep the two of you on the same path. It'll keep you checking in with each other. It fosters that emotional intimacy that you're not going to have a too long a period of time on either side where you're not talking about the numbers. 
Mm-hmm. And, and if you view these financial dates as a way to foster intimacy in your marriage, because that's all a date is, it's an opportunity to foster intimacy, whatever kind of date it is, recreational, emotional, sexual, those are all just fostering intimacy. This one just happens to have the word financial in front of it. Mm-hmm. And deals with money. And I will tell you, when the two of you start to get on the same page with the numbers, they lose their emotional power. See, when you're not talking about the numbers, when you're just kind of, you know, I've had spouses tell me, well, I just kind of bury my head in the sand. You know, I'm kind of like an ostrich. Just, you know, is it an ostrich that sticks their head in the sand? Yeah. Yes, it is. You know, I, I bury my head in the sand because I just don't want to think about it. And then all of a sudden they have these enormous power struggles over money. And yet for Tony and I, I mean, we've been talking about our finances once a month for the last how many years? 12, 13. Okay, 12 or 13 years. And sometimes more frequently, depending on what's going on over the course of a month. I mean, we, it's, you know, it's a pretty regular conversation. Money does not have a lot of power in causing friction or sway in our marriage anymore yes like i said we did have that one christmas where i just kind of ignored tony and overspent and that was bad and i i paid for that in some very serious conversations which you all can go back and listen to because they're you know they're here on the podcast archives but other than that blip i really feel like over the last you know 12 years things have been pretty mellow in terms of our finances. Even when we went through the short sale with the house, even, you know, all of those different things, because we just talk about it. It doesn't carry emotional weight. It's not an emotional power struggle between the two of us because we've chosen not to let it be that way. Yeah. And and I want to just step in right now because you may be listening to this and just going, oh my gosh, I can't even think about, or the thought of talking to my spouse about our finances just is terrifying. Mm. And I totally get that. I totally get that because I remember the first time I was going to bring this up to Elisa and I had been listening to Dave Ramsey on the radio for at that point in time, probably about three or four months. Mm -hmm. We were living up in Spokane, Washington, and i had found him on the radio and I had just been listening to him and listening to his wisdom and his words of advice and what he was doing and, and the change that people were having in their own lives. And I and I would just listen and I didn't bring anything up to Elisa. And, it, and like I said, it was probably three or four months later that I finally said, okay, we need to have a conversation about our finances. And this was probably one of our first ever state of our marriage conversations, like mm-hmm. ever. And this was one of those, hey, we just need to sit down and we got to talk about this. And so... If you're in that place, I want you to take a look at He Zigs, She Zags, and you can go check it out at hezigsshezags.com. And there, that's where we share about how you and your spouse can get your communication on the same path and have that state of our marriage conversation that is vital, that is necessary and needed so you can start diving in deeper into your finances. Mm-hmm. And yes, that first conversation, and yes, that first state of our marriage conversation yeah, your heart's going to be beating. I remember that. And yet I look back now and go, wow, if I didn't say something, where would we be now? And it starts with you. It starts with you making a decision there to do that. I mean, Tony stepped out. That was a big deal for us because like I said, we'd kind of done the 
keep it up with the Joneses thing really, really well. And in fact, I think we probably still have our first debt snowball sheet somewhere. I, re- I mean, I vividly uh, I remember it, what it looked like. It's on a small yellow. It was yeah, it's like on the five by seven or five by eight yellow and it was all handwritten out handwritten out and yeah. we had it all of the debts down there i mean there were probably 10 credit cards on that thing and uh and i remember that but it started with a plan it started with having a plan and so that's what you need to do and maybe for you guys the plan starts with this christmas kind of like tony was saying how we sit down and we have you know okay who are we shopping for where are we shopping what are we doing you know like what are we even any ideas And I just want you to know one of the things that we do every year for our audience, for our Facebook fans, it's up on Instagram, it's all over, is the the Christmas list that Tony curates of all different kinds of like fun and whimsical and, you know, sometimes sexy gifts to give. And it's a post. It's, you know, something that you can go and you can click through. You can see all these different things. It's 25, what did you call it this year? 25... Oh, what did we call it? 25 Christmas ideas, Christmas gift ideas for that special married couple. There you go. So we're going to put a link to that in the show notes. You can, uh, you'll find it on Facebook and Instagram. It's all over the place. Uh, But that's another way to figure out your Christmas list. Like start with a list. Don't just randomly go shopping. And if you've never talked finances, just start small with Christmas shopping. Or, you know, if you're Jewish Hanukkah, whatever, whatever your holiday is heading into December, have a plan for it because when you don't have a plan, here's what happens. If you don't have a plan, you're going to overspend mm. uh, just plain and simple. Yep. If you have a plan, it becomes a blueprint just like he zigs, she zags is a blueprint for communication. Just like intimacy reignited is a blueprint for your sexual intimacy. When you have a plan, you can execute the plan and achieve success. And that's what we want you guys to have. We want you to have that financial piece. We want you to have a blueprint that you can execute. Because here's the thing, when you guys do that, your marriage is stronger. And when your marriage is stronger, you feel better about yourselves. You feel better about how you're relating to one another. The impact that you start to have on your personal community is huge. And we know this because so many of you have already started taking advantage of getting your beautiful faces up on the love you guys wall in our office. And the reason you're wanting to put your faces up there is because this show has had an impact on you. This show has not only influenced you, but you can see that through you, it's having an impact on your community. And we want more of you up there. Mm -hmm. Okay. We actually had dinner with some friends over here at the house. Um, a couple nights ago and Tony is going around like a madman because you know, he gets our friends to listen. Well, he, it's not just Tony. I'm, we both do. We, you know, a lot of our friends listen. And so he's like, Hey, we don't have your picture up on the wall. And so he's snapping pictures of everybody, but we can't do that for all of you. Cause you're all not here in San Diego. Right. So we need you to actually send us a high quality picture, digital picture of yourself. Just send it to one extraordinary marriage. Nope. I got the wrong info, email. Info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And then all you have to do is put it in the subject line, put love you guys pick. And what we'll do is we'll take care of it from there. We'll go get the picture printed up and we'll put you right there on the wall. I'm so glad I am married to my tech guy because if it was up to me to always remember all those addresses. It's the same address we've used for five years. 
it's kind of like passwords, guys. You know, I have to have them written down. Otherwise, I don't remember. But here's the thing. Info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Love you guys. Pick. Send us a picture of the two of you. Because here's the thing. When Tony and I podcast, we sit with this wall to my left and his right. It sits there and it is something that we can look at. We can see your faces when we record the show. And there's no real way to describe to you what that means to us, to have you there. Because, you know, we do the show week in and week out. We put on the headphones, which I have to say, Tony got me brand new headphones. I'm so excited. It's like riding in a luxury car on my ears. Um, we sit here and we have a conversation. And yes, it's a conversation between the two of us. Yes, we know that you all are listening And for five years, we've been doing this. It's only been in the last month that we've had your faces as a part of this recording time. And I will tell you that how I feel when I'm behind the mics and I can look at you is huge because it really does bring you into our recording space. It brings you into our lives on a regular basis. So please, you know, as we head into the holiday season, I know you're busy. But if you've got a picture, a favorite picture of the two of you, take 30 seconds. Just info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Love you guys. Pick, attach it, and send it to us. Um, I'd love to see this wall. It's what, like an 8 by 10? I think it's 8 by 10, 8 by 9 wall. Would love to see it covered in pictures. The only way that's going to happen is if you guys send us your pictures. You guys take the time to be intentional about sending that, just like you're going to take the time this week to be intentional about your finances. That's what we do. All right, you guys, we'll go out there, make this week an extraordinary one. We love you guys, and we'll catch you next week.